Yo. Yo, yo, yo. What up, what up? Slim, what it do, brother? What's up, Notice, man? I can't even complain. I can't either, man. I can't call it. What's going on with you? Man, I'm just uh, sitting out here in all this thunder and lightning. I was going to sit in the garage, but it was about 200 degrees in there. I said, nah, I got to I gotta take it to the porch tonight. It's a nice little breeze blowing out. Slight yeah. little misty rain. Y'all might hear some thunder and lightning in the background, but don't worry. I'm 100% safe. Yeah, yeah, I'm the same. I'm in the garage tonight, though. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It, it's not. I was thinking about throwing the fan on, but I didn't want to be too loud for the for the cast. You know? Yeah, so, yeah. I didn't even I'm, turn mine on, man. It's it's a nice breeze blowing across my porch. Uh, y'all can hear a little rumblings in the background, but I am in the process of lighting up this uh, Oliva Oliva G. Uh, okay. Got a box press, Oliver G, that I'm about to burn. I got some benchmark bourbon, benchmark number eight bourbon. And for those of you, uh, if you don't know, yeah, we do have our own cigar line. But, yes, we still do smoke other cigar brands. So, yeah, we are, <laughs> yeah. Not, we are not up on that high of a horse where we can't still smoke other cigar brands. So I Indeed. am a big fan of um, Oliva, Oliver. You know, some people have a different pronunciation, but yeah. this is one of the first cigars um, that I ever smoked. Um, this was probably second to the uh, Cuba Cuba. This probably was I, I, I'm certain that the Oliver G was the second cigar um, that I ever smoked. And that was uh, quite a few years ago. So, yeah, um, yeah I seen I seen this day and I was like, man, let me. uh Go ahead and light this up tonight. So I'm gonna enjoy this tonight. Like I said, with my benchmark number eight bourbon. What you got over there, bro? Um, sparked up the Dolce, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, I got a pair with um, Bird Dog Blackberry, Blackberry with some uh, with some vanilla Coke. Vanilla Coke. You be trying these combinations out, man. I do. I do. And I vanilla think it's Coke, working. Dr Pepper. Uh, yeah, you got you got a whole little nice little ensemble going on over there, man. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. oh yeah. I did make me a. Um, well, I, I sent you the pictures this week. I did make me a uh, blackberry uh, frozen drink this week. I took I had some fruit that I cut up. Um, I threw that in the ninja with some ice and two shots of the <laughs> uh, of the I don't know if it was blackberry or wildberry. Might have been a wild berry. Two shots of wild berry, ice, and fruit. No juice. Man, I put that in the blender, in the Ninja. Mix that junk up. Hit. A hit. You hear me? <laughs> so you get that feeling of of of, uh, of being healthy while getting your, getting your nip in. Listen, you get it all in one. You get the health, of, you get the health from the fruit, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. It's hot outside. You get your frozen drink. You got your alcohol in there. Get you a little buzz going. The best of both worlds, man. You can't go wrong with it. I'm probably gonna do it again tomorrow. I got the peach. <laughs> I got the. I just got a new bottle of peach. Uh-huh. I got a new bottle of blackberry that I picked up. So I'm definitely gonna try the peach uh, tomorrow. I got plenty of uh, fruit in the house. I'm gonna see how that turn out. I'll let y'all oh, know. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. good. it's it's. I'm gonna have to try it too, man. It sounds good. It sounds good, man. It's a nice it thing, man. Good. If, you, if you, you know, evening, home, you know, want to whip something up real quick, just don't put no juice in it, man. Two shots, 
fruit like a margarita. Ice, that's it. Like a margarita, man. It's gonna be nice and frozen for you. It's lovely. Lovely, lovely, that's lovely, up, lovely, man. lovely. That's what's up, brother. Yep. Man. So uh now what's going on? I mean Uh we at season two, episode ten. Last yeah. episode of the season. Man, we done twenty episodes of this podcast, man. Let's start off right there, man. Hey, congratulations, my brother. Yes, thank you to everyone that's supporting, uh, that's following us on social media. Again, we're two brothers that really enjoy our cigars and and pairing them. And we talk about, you know, issues, things, you know, day-to-day life. Right. Um, We don't have it really tailored to anything specific. You know, we call it the rap session because, we want to talk about issue, talk about things while we enjoy our cigars and our spirits to go with it. So unscripted, you know. Thank you. Yes, yes, unscripted. This is freestyle. Freestyle. This was, freestyle. Yeah, this is a freestyle pod, podcast. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So but, thank like you. I, like I said uh, last episode, man. I um, the feedback we've been getting, um, I'm finding that people really just, you know, they're really enjoying like the open forum that we have, and it's is not too structured to where they'll be like, okay, they're getting ready to get into this or they're getting ready to, I don't want to hear this. You know, they don't ever know what we got coming. Yeah. And I think they really appreciate that, man. You know, that's, I think that's what, this is my personal opinion. I think that's what podcast should be. It should be, um, you know, that platform and that avenue to talk about whatever, whenever, however long you want to talk about it. And, you know, you just, you just go with the flow of the conversation. And my, yeah. Of course, we change topics. We go from sport maybe to a little bit of politics to current events, whatever. But you know, just whatever. Everything is a great segue into everything. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's been good, man. We we definitely got a lot of a lot of things to talk about. You know, a lot of different topics. And um, I say right now, you know, the number one item since March has been. You know, COVID nineteen, this coronavirus, the O V I D one nine. You know, and uh, I was affecting life. You know, and I, I guess I want to say it like this. Um, initially, I think some people felt like that. You know, we, we quarantine, we do fourteen, you know, thirty days, maybe, maybe uh, eight weeks at best, and we'd be over this thing. But yeah. I, you know, that that doesn't seem to be the case. Um, we couldn't really. Do a proper quarantine when you still have Walmart open, Lowe's, um, stuff like that, and, uh, and and those numbers are going up now. You know, especially in uh, Virginia, our governor put out some stuff today, man. Almost I, the with the way he was sounding, he almost wanted to shut it back down, man. And, I mean, because uh, he's responsible. I mean, if we're gonna call out the the, the head of the administration um, for lack of leadership. You know, it trickles all the way down to how the city and and localities are handling this this um, situation. Absolutely. You know, so 100%. we want to hold them accountable all the way up the chain of command. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I feel like uh, the governor of Virginia is is definitely trying to do his part in keeping um, the citizens of this state safe. Yeah, you yeah. Know? So we still got issues where folks do not want to wear the mask. Uh, yeah. I get it; it's hot outside, and you. You don't like the smell of your own breath. I get it. <laughs> but uh, please uh, do me a favor and do everybody that uh, yeah. have somebody that could be vulnerable to this uh, to this virus. Please 
Wear the mask. Wear the mask. Go out. Wear the mask. Think about the think about the person next to you. Um, like I said today, our governor seemed like he wanted to put uh, more restrictions on us than he did today. Um, but I think he held back just to see if we were going to be okay. in, um, if, if we're going to fall gonna comply, in line, comply. comply. Uh, <laughs> so he, he, everything shuts down at 10 o'clock now. Uh, no alcohol after 10. Um, 50% capacity everywhere. Mm. So no more uh, opening up everything full-fledged. Um, so essentially... Uh, yeah, he shut down all nightclubs after 10. So no more nightclubs. Nightclub. Yeah, whatever. You know, you know, a lot of these, you know, in Virginia, man, a lot of these restaurants here, the new thing is now after 10 o'clock, you ch- you push the tables back, you right. know, and you kind of semi club, semi half restaurant. And that's where they be getting yeah. a lot of their businesses from, especially from the, the older crowd. Um, you know, who just want to relax the atmosphere and not feel in the club scene no more. And to have right. to stop selling alcohol after 10 o'clock, you talking about some people who don't even go outside until 10 o'clock, especially like on a Friday or Saturday. So, right. I mean, you know, he targeted it just right. Like, hey, if you guys don't want to get right. And of course, you can, t- you, you know, they have the data and the numbers to tell where these people are, what time they're there and who they're mm-hmm. around. They got all these tracking software and devices, so it's not like they're pulling all this stuff, you know, off the top of his head and be like, hey, I'm going to shut this down. I'm going to shut this down. They know, you know, where the crowds are and when they're there, so, right. you know, he had, you know, he had to do what he had to do, man, so we just see if we're going to be in compliance with this order here, and if not, he might roll it back to phase two, phase one, and we'll be starting yeah. all over again. Yeah, because I've mentioned this before, at, at the beginning of the outbreak, you know, everything was being shut down. We were quarantining for the sake of humanity, you know, the sake of uh, protecting each other. Right. And then, you know, eight weeks into this thing, folks were like, no, it's time to open back up. You know, the economy, businesses are, are filing bankruptcy. They're going out of business. You know, we need, to, we need the economy to, you know, to bounce back. And then that's when it transitioned from, being about the welfare of the individual to uh, money. It was revenue driven. And, and, and it, I mean, it went throughout the United States. Everybody want to hurry up and open. Like Florida was one of the first ones to open mm-hmm. their, and then they opened their beaches and then they had a major spike and they became the epicenter, I believe, mm-hmm. um, after New York city. And, you know, it's, you, you, in my opinion, you can't have, an economy if you don't have people around to support it. Correct. If you don't have if you don't have a customer, then you don't have any revenue. So why why would you put the revenue first in front of the customer, the customer's well being? Exactly. You know, and and that's where we are at this point. I mean, even now, I was listening to a morning show, a syndicated morning show, and they were saying how one of the major airlines from overseas is trying to entice um, travelers to fly their line by um, telling them, hey, if you get sick, we'll pay for your quarantine um, in the hotel, wow. you know, and if you ultimately end up passing away from it, we'll cover your funeral costs. This is a major airline, you know, and I'm like, man, it's not are working, we... Man. 
yeah, it's not worth it. Who who's willing to put their life on the line for just the sake of uh, of going to another country at at one of the possible worst times in this entire uh, century? You yeah, know, not we, it's not worth it. It's not me. worth it, man. It's not worth it. And um, like I said, we don't get too much into politics here to each his own. But I think this thing has been driven ninety. I'm gonna I'm gonna go and say ninety eight percent by politics um, at this point. Um, no matter what side you're on, if you believe what you believe at this point, I don't believe it's. I don't think you can change anybody's mind. Um, I watched um, a news report today um, of a congressman for the last two three months who said this was a hoax. A mask mm-hmm. is not required. You are overreacting. And then he got diagnosed with it, and he said it's the worst experience of his life. Now mm. he's an advocate for wearing a mask and taking this thing serious. Mm. But mm. his his statements and everything that he was claiming was all out of politics. It was to make yeah. sure that he got the reaction that he wanted to get from a particular group of people to 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 ensure that he was reelected. Yeah. Now, if that's what you want to do, uh, like I said, to each his own. But Again, like I said, I had a conversation before. You have to explain to 149,000 people who have lost family members why this is a hoax and how this is a hoax and their family mm-hmm. member is no longer here. And I have yet to be given an answer yet uh, as to how that happens. So just be careful about what you say and to who you say it to. Um, like I said, if everybody has their own personal pain. Just because it hasn't affected you doesn't mean it's not real. Yeah. So. Yeah. But uh, that's, fact. That, that's 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 just that's just a uh, straight cut and raw to you. It's, it's, a, it's a lot of stuff that you know, outside of you know, obviously, COVID and stuff like that. That I've always said, oh man, that don't make no sense. I don't believe that. Or I don't believe that. But it hadn't happened to me yet. But I I never said that it couldn't happen to me. It's right. just that you know it just hadn't happened to me. But you know you- a lot of. Stuff you know is starting to change your perspective and how you think about certain things. So just you know, just keep that in mind, y'all. Yeah, you know, um, it's 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 one of those things where it's it's okay until you become the victim. Exactly. You know, I've said that before, exactly. and that perspective changed. Now you you weren't an advocate before until now you are you know greatly impacted by this virus. Right. Oh, now you want to advocate for uh, personal covering, you know, wearing masks and face shields and, you know, you had that opportunity. Now yeah. you got, you know, your fan base or your constituents, I, I can't see how they can support you. Um, and, and seeing now, if you're like that with a virus, imagine how, how many times you've gone in and voted opposite something that was beneficial to the masses just because you felt like it, it wasn't the way you uh, felt, you know, it's just, you know, just in those simple things like that is, it make me wonder like, mm, okay. So you didn't believe the mask until it happened to you. That's now, you, you know, you may have voted against something that because it don't affect you now, you know, you, you change it up. I'm, I have a hard that, time. That's, that's called voting against your own best interest, man. Yeah. And I, I made a post about that um, this week. Um, 
I can't remember exactly what the post was, but it was a kind of talking people talking out of both sides where you say, you know, I don't believe or I, I stand for something. I believe this. I believe that. And I think it was something that had to do with the um, if I'm oh, I know what it was. I know what it was about. I had I, I made a post. Um, there was somebody who said something about waiters and waitresses um don't deserve um oh, unemployment yeah, was, and they're not they're not necessary or what that was Ted Cruz. Yeah, that was Ted Cruz. Um yep. and I said I said the crazy part, you'll have a waiter or a waitress that'll agree with him and all in the name of defending your candidate or your representative or whoever it is you will go you will go with him and go against yourself at the same time but then when that piece of legislation legislation is enacted and it directly affects you you go back and say well the, the past president hadn't done this that and the other like no he clearly told you what he was about to do to you directly to you mm-hmm. and you still said i'm going to support him and then turn around and complain when it happens so i i just can't get past people who vote against like I, I tell people, man, I vote uh, on exactly what directs my house over to my kitchen table. I'm not saying I'm for everything and against everything. Yeah, but, you know, yeah. you gotta, you gotta weigh, you gotta, you know what I mean. You, you, you gotta yeah, yeah. make a smart yeah. decision, man. And like I yeah, said, yeah, but see, go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry, bro. I, yeah, I was just saying, like I said, man, not to get too far off into, you know, the political front and to get too. To, too deep into it but a lot of questions that I've asked you know from pe- people who say oh you guys you you should be a conservative so you can be a free thinker and we we don't like to take what other people say we don't like to listen we make decisions on our own I said but this guy is on TV saying don't wear a mask you don't wear a mask he says, wear a mask. You put a mask on. Today, he came back on TV again and said, don't wear a mask. And mm-hmm. you're not going to wear a mask. So I'm like, who's doing the thinking for you? You know what I mean? Like you, The puppet you're not, master. Yeah, you're not making no sense by saying you think for yourself. But at the same time, you got one person who's telling you what to do. And he's giving you bad advice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't get it. But like well, see, said, the thing about it that bothers me is, even though you identify with a certain party, doesn't mean you can't think for yourself. Like, I don't need someone to tell me, hey, you need to put a mask on to protect yourself. Exactly. No, that's something that I know I need to do. Don't wait for a politician to tell you, yeah, well, you, you need to wear your mask. No, you, you, you need to look out for the best interests of you and your family. Yeah. And how does affect that? I don't need somebody to tell me I need to mask up. You know, but I will say, uh, you know, before we go on too long about politics, it's the reason why it's like this is because they force us into a two party system. Yeah. You know, and like you said, you vote for your interest. There's some ideas that I can get with that are red. And there's some concepts and ideas I can get with that are blue. Yeah. But you can't say that you are for or against it without somebody saying, oh, so you're, you know, you're red. Oh, oh, well, you, well, you're blue, right? You know, you got to look at it a, a, across the line, and uh, you know, if if the red side got more tick marks in your favor, then you vote red. 
Right. Blue side got more tick marks and it's in your favor and you go blue. But what we've done is oh excuse me, is uh yeah. we're in a two party system and a lot of us don't do our own research to find out who's really voting what. Don't do the um, research, man. The very the very person you may be advocating for may have been voting against your interest the entire time. We could but do a we, whole episode on this. Oh, absolutely. But we passed down we passed down politics like like cowboy fans forced the the fanship on their the to next kids, generation. Yeah. That's true, man. And that's exactly how it's done. So that's true. if I'm blue, I'm blue because my parents were always blue. I'm red, I'm red because my parents were always red. And that's just how it is done. Yep. Starts so, at home. But so, Go ahead, brother. I was just going to say, man, I'm over here enjoying this um, Oliva G. Um, been a while since I smoked it. Um, I forgot how good it was. It's really smooth, really mellow. Um, probably the medium body at best. Um, it's not a lot of strength in there, but it does have a lot of flavor. Um, it's got a bit of sweetness, a whole lot of creaminess to it. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I forgot how good this cigar is, and I'm 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 trying not to smoke it too fast. I actually bought two of them. I bought some five, <laughs> I bought some five by fifties. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm probably a little over a third of the way through the first one. I'm certain that I'm going to smoke the second one at the rate I'm going right now. But uh, it's pairing up really well with this uh, benchmark number eight bourbon. So yeah, man, I'm enjoying it. Hey, and I'm still on this. Um... The Dolce from Hoya Especial. And I'll tell you what, man, I've had this one in the humidor for about uh, three weeks. Mm-hmm. And it is perfect. When I tell you it's 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 not, I mean, it's, it's perfect. Yeah. The humidity in my humidor is perfect, and this bad boy is not dry, and it's not wet, and it is burning so evenly. I'm it's, glad you. I'm glad you said that about humidor, perfect. man. I I have dropped the temperature down um, in my humidor from 70 to 65, and I have seen an incredible difference of how my cigars smoke. Um, I keep mine on 65, 65, 66. Yeah, and and I did it because um, when it was at 70, I noticed that my cigars were. Um, really not super soft but they were getting a little bit too spongy for me i was like i need them to you know kind of stiffen back up a little bit mm-hmm. and then um i i got so many cigars in there and i was just like i think they're you know i think i got them cooking and they've been there for a while you know you don't smoke cigars every single day some people do um yeah not me probably three four times a week maybe uh a little bit more depending on what mood i'm in Sometimes yeah. six, seven. All right, I smoke a good amount, but <laughs> but bro, you smoke at least one every day, and I know it. I used to be that way, but um, due to scheduling and you know so many different things yeah. going on, man. Yeah, I don't. Sometimes I don't get a chance to get one. Get every one day. in. I would like to get one in every day. I'll put it like that. But the amount of time that your cigars are going to sit in the humidor. Um, you don't want to have them on that high of humidity, depending on the size of your humidor. Now, so let's get that right. I have yeah, a, yeah that's 
my humidor and what you have in it. Yeah, and what you have in it. My humidor holds about two fifty, mm-hmm. and right now I probably have two forty nine because you just well two forty eight. You just took two out for the episode. <laughs> I got about mm-hmm. one fifty. I got about a smooth one fifty in there, and I'm gonna say I went back on cigar bid last week. Uh, what? Yeah, dog, bro. Yeah, man. I went back on. Cigar, what? I went back on cigar <laughs> bid. I it so was. So you're back on now? Huh? No, I'm not. I'm not saying I'm back on. All I'm <laughs> all I'm saying is it was. Um, what's today? Tuesday. Tuesday. It was. It was a dark and stormy night. No, it was like Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a Thursday. And I was like, oh, snap, Thursday, Friday, and Saturdays be hitting. No, it was Friday. Thursday, Friday, and Saturdays be hitting. So I was like, let me hop on Cigar, but let me just see what they got up there. Mm-hmm. And I hopped mm-hmm. on Friday, and they had some Kristoffs on there. That was The prices were unbelievable. They had some Camachos on there, Triple Maduros. Camachos prices were too good not to – they was on the – it wasn't the free fall. It was, it was a regular auction. And I was right. like, man, I don't want to start this stuff again, man. Yeah, I, see, I thought you had been healed. Yeah, I thought I had I thought been you healed too, man. But had gotten over your addiction, but I see you relapsing. Man, you got to go back into uh, well, I, I won the treatment. I won them first two auctions so easy. I was just like, shoot, let me stay on here and see what else I can get a hold of. <laughs> so then I bid it on. So, um, they, so they shipped today, huh? Well, no, I, I already got them already. <laughs> oh, your shipment day is? my my. So I changed my shipment day. I changed my shipment day a while ago from every Thursday oh, okay. to as soon as I order. Because I got tired of waiting oh, for my okay. cigars. Yeah, and I yeah. really know I never really understood why I did that. I was like, why am I gonna wait? Why am I gonna bid on something on a Sunday or a Monday and wait till Thursday for them to ship my cigars? Because like, you're gonna still be bidding. I was you still gonna be that I thought about that, <laughs> but then at the same time I was like, I pay for them, I want my cigars. So mm-hmm. yeah, I changed my shipping day to as soon as I uh when to purchase the bid, go ahead and ship them things out. So now when I bid the next morning, boom, they on their way. And I did oh. smoke a Christoph already. I did smoke a Camacho already. Both excellent cigars. Uh, yeah. But I think I'm good on cigar bid. I just wanted to scratch that itch. I haven't scratched yeah. it in a long time. And so Yeah, because cigar bid is like Amazon for cigar. Yeah. I mean, you just go up there and, you, like you said, you get, you get cigar bid prime. Cigar bid prime. <laughs> yeah, you you want them as soon as you buy them. As soon as you got them, man. And yeah, I don't. I don't want to start back because I know I will. I know my humidor be overflowing yeah. quick. So I was like, let me just go ahead and see if I still got it. I got one a couple of hits, and I was like, all right, I'm out. Of here. But knowing me, I'll probably be back on Friday. And hey, look, I'm sure it's probably one of our, our listeners or followers that's like. Man, I thought I had them sticks. Now I know who I lost to. Hey, <laughs> hey, I'm gonna uh, listen. I'm tell y'all my secret while we on here because nobody is never going to catch on to it anyway. You'll never know who I am. But here's what I do on cigar bid, um, and I know this pisses a lot of people <laughs> off who bid with me. I don't last thirty I, seconds. I don't bid during the auction. Let's get that straight. Right. Do not bid during the auction. I do not sit there and go back and forth and bid when somebody goes up. No. I wait till the last three seconds, literally. Whatever the bid is already on, or whatever that the 50 cent higher is, boom, mm-hmm. three seconds. It's enough time for it to hit the system and say, 
you won the bid. Congratulations. Congratulations. You won. <laughs> I do not. 30 seconds out is too is too is too much time. Right. It's too much time. Because plenty of times where I, I bid at 30 seconds and it'd be like a lot of times I think it's computer generated and be like, oh, you've been outbid by 50 cents, or you've been outbid by a dollar. Could be wrong. Could be a live person on there. But right. the, I'm like pretty yourself. sure pretty sure the website is smart enough to, to tell itself we need to make as much money as possible. So yeah, last five to three seconds is when I submit my bid. So, hey, I just dropped the jewel on y'all, man. That's how y'all went on Cigar Bid. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the nice tip in Cigar Bid called <laughs> winning of the auction. Yeah. So, uh, brought to you by Burn Notice <laughs> and Hoya Special. <laughs> exactly. Hey, man, what's going on with the... Uh... Baseball started, baseball ended, man. You think basketballs be the same way? You think football gonna be the same way? It depends. You know, I think the whole entire Marlins organization is quarantined right now because they had a good portion of their um, their organization test positive for COVID nineteen after their games in Philly. Right. Um, so I don't really know what's going on, man. I think um, that the notion was we quarantine people and they won't get it. And we're seeing that's not the case. Um, I I don't know. It's, you know, is it sustainable? That's the what we have to think about. Um, I said it earlier in the podcast that, you know, some people thought this was going to be a four, eight-week thing, yeah. and then we'll be back to normal. And they had short-term plans that did not hold up with time. So there's time to go back to the drawing board and find something, a sustainable solution to maintaining the economy while protecting, well, let's flip this back to where it's supposed to be. Yeah. While protecting human life and keeping the economy at a point where we're not on the brink of a uh, major uh, recession. It's going to be hard, man. So, oh, yeah. It's going to be oh, hard, yeah. man. You got all these players who've been here, there, and everywhere during the offseason mm -hmm. um, coming from all, all over the country. Um, traveling to another country to it's it's going to be bananas. The NBA is going to be the same way, whether you got fans or not. Mm -hmm. I mean, in, in the proximity that they play in, uh, especially basketball players and football players, I mean, inches if not on top of each other the whole game. And hey, bro, I I am not understanding how was it that you're social distancing on the sideline if you look at the NBA games, even the, the whatever we call it, this preseason scrimmages build up to the 30th, right? Mm -hmm. Warm-up games. Um, these guys are banging around on the floor, but then when they go to the bench, they're six feet apart. And I'm not really understanding. It makes no sense. How is that making sense? Makes no sense you know, whatsoever. You've already quarantined them. They've been inside the bubble, minus Lou Williams. He's going through some things right now, and if you know, shout out. Uh, Lou said he had know, to. Had a, Lou said he had to get. He out had a family house, emergency, but he you know he had to go. You know he had to go peep something at the at the club. So Lou said he had um, to get out the house, man. Yeah, but I, I, I'm not understanding why there's social distancing on the sidelines and banging in the paint. You know, you know, I'm I'm not really understanding it, that. It must but. well just be a game, a three point contest. No hands in the face. Whoever make the most threes win. Uh, I mean, I can't see how they're going to keep all these players. It's going to be impossible to do it. Um, yeah. And like I said, these players are going to have to quarantine themselves for the remainder of the season. You think, I mean, look at the NFL. 
what are they gonna do? They gotta try. Uh, you know, it's it's gonna. I, I I I don't know how this is gonna work, man. I just really. Don't. I don't know. I don't know if it's sustainable. You know, that's my thing. But um, real real quick, bro. I want to switch gears real quick. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we we've been doing the word association. I want to try something new tonight. Okay. Um, okay. You know, uh, I have a milestone birthday coming up this year for everybody that may not know. I will be the four O. Big four O. Uh, yeah, later this year. Official and uh, uh, negative. Never getting old. Official by the way, O-head. I will be welcome to the club. 60, 70, 80. We're still wearing Air Force Ones, <laughs> uh, Pumas, Jordans, Timberland. Welcome. That's just the way it's going to be. Welcome to the club, brother. You can fight it all you want to. Welcome to the club. <laughs> but uh, what I would like to ask you is, um, I know you got me by a few years. I was about brother. to say, wait, is this because I'm over 40? Uh, n- no. Okay, all right. You, you know, uh, but being as though you are. All right. All right. What advice would you give to your 21-year-old self? Ah, 21-year-old self. Man, at 21, I was... You know what, man? To be perfectly honest with you, at 21, I was on my... I was in my third year. I had maybe two and a half years in the Navy. Mm -hmm. So that would put me at... That would put me at two. 2001 wait a minute 2000 2001 somewhere around there 2000 was it 2000 one of them years is it 99 or 2000 somewhere around there okay um and to be perfectly honest with you man i was in south america on a deployment um the first time i had ever been outside of uh, Camden, New Jersey, in my entire life. Um, I was independent of my parents, and I was seeing stuff that I had never seen before in terms of traveling, um, being mm-hmm. around different people, meeting different people. And I was in South America um, at the age of 21, traveling in all these foreign countries, Cartagena, Colombia, Curacao, Ecuador, Peru, Chile, um, St. Thomas, St. Martin, you name it, all through the Lesser Antilles. And Mm -hmm. my mindset then was, if this is how my life is going to be for the next 20 years in the Navy, I'm not ever doing nothing else. I'm going to do this forever. Like I said to myself, I can do this forever. You telling me all mm-hmm. I gotta do is work eight hours a day, and then when I get done, I get to go do this. I get to right. go travel and have fun. I was like, they're gonna have to carry me out of here. <laughs> there was nothing nobody <laughs> could tell me. I was yo. There was nothing, and this 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 is goes back to answering your question. There was nothing nobody could tell me at that age because I was like, okay, this is what I should have been doing. It was night and day from what I was doing back at home. So for me, when I was in the Navy, when I first joined the Navy and I was going on deployments in South America, going here, going there, I was just like, okay, I'd have made it. This is what I should be doing. But 
if I could tell say anything about my twenty one year old self, and I think anybody would uh give this answer, this is probably a wide casted net answer. Um understand how finances work. Okay. Um because like I said, I was independent, I was making money, I went on deployment, I got a huge reenlistment bonus, fifty thousand dollars. Forty six thousand dollars to be exact. Uh, half of that up front. Half Oof. up front, tax free. Mm. And I had never had over a thousand dollars at one point in my life prior to joining the Navy. At one Duffel time. Bag of money. You know what I'm saying? And I, just, of money. I wish I had somebody who could tell me. And I came back and did all the right things with it. I bought a house, made a good investment right. in the house, got it really cheap, fixed it up, stayed in it for a couple of years, flipped it, made some money off of it. Got a car, mm-hmm. you know. I, you know, I, I did pretty good for myself. But as far as the whole money management deal, diversifying, you know, if I would have had somebody to sit me down and explain to me what I should have done, point by point, at that mm-hmm. age, yeah, I probably would have appreciated that. And this is not a knock on my parents or anything like that. But you know, when they grew up, like my parents said back in their times. They did. They didn't trust people handling their money, putting their money in banks and stuff like that. They did. They didn't grow up using credit or whatever. They just grew up surviving. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I couldn't get that lesson from my parents. So right. it's just you. I I only started figuring that out the older I got and getting in people back pockets and asking the questions. How do I do this? How do I do that? How do I make my money work for me and and to be perfectly honest with you, I'm 40, 40, I'm 42, 43, Ooh. one of them. Whoa, bro. <laughs> I'm you having a senior them. moment on me? Uh, yeah, I am. I'm, I, I, I am 42, <laughs> 43 years old. I, next episode, I'm verify. I'm verified. <laughs> <laughs> and I can, I can admit, I can, I can honestly admit probably within in the last two to three years, I have just completely gained uh, uh, a good working knowledge, understanding of how, one, how money works, and two, how I need to manage my money to, to make it work for me from now on. So it's, this is, money is not something that you somebody just says, here's this money, this is how you should do it from now on. No, it's something that's a process over time. That you 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 got it. You have to make mistakes. I'm not saying go out there and make intentional mistakes, but you're going to go out there and you're going to make mistakes, and that's the only way you're going to learn how not to make the mess up in the future, and and, mm-hmm. and how to make your money work for you. So, like I said, I'm just getting. I have a really good grasp of it, good understanding of it, and I know seven years from now, when I'm 50 years old, I know exactly where I'm going to be. So, boom. So, that's hope. Money. So, <laughs> excuse Question. me. If you ran up on your younger self, you'd be like, "Come here, young blood. Let me give you some jewels." And you'd be like, "Hey, learn how to manage your money. Learn how to manage your money." That's if you, if you, if you're young out there listening right now. If you're old and you're getting your finances back together from some mistakes you made, listen. Learn how to manage your money. Learn how to protect your credit. You don't need to go buy everything. You don't need everything. It's a time and place for everything. Be smart. Be careful. Everything that looks good is not good. Make some sound quality investments. Um, 
Yeah, because we're, we're getting we're, we're to the empty nest phase around here. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I say it. By the budget time. for your sticks. Yeah, exactly. Budget for your Gotta sticks. Gotta have a budget for the budget. Cigar bid. Cigar Last bid. 30 seconds. Gotta have a budget for Last three seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gotta have that budget. But at the same time, at some point, that's why, that's why I threw the number of the age 50 out there. I'm, we're yeah. actually going to be an empty nesters next year at the age of 43, 44. And Ooh. I got plans. Yeah, I'm saying. And yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do everything I wanted to do in terms of travel, whatever I want. Yeah, that's, that's what's coming up in the next year or two. So. Okay. okay. How about you, Slim? What would it you tell man. your uh, 21-year-old self? Uh, brace for shock. Mm. Uh, brace for shock uh, is going to be a bumpy road um, <laughs> for the next uh, four or five years. But um, I would say I would tell if I was to pull myself by the jug handle and say, hey, come here, young let me talk to you. My main advice would be Learn who you are. Yeah, that's a good one, brother. Learn who you are. It was not until, I want to say, 2008, 2009, that I really realized who and what I was. Right. You know, it it was some things that was going on in my life that was, it it was just turmoil. It was up and down. You know, I wasn't being truthful, truthful to myself. And other people, right? Um, and that caused uh, great pain to other people. Um, it caused me some pain, but that's because I wasn't honest with myself. Right. So, um, you know, the finance thing is great. You know, I, I would probably throw that in there as well. Mm-hmm. But the main thing for me was telling my my twenty one year old self. Uh, backstory is I turned 21 on my first appointment um, in Hawaii of all places yeah. right after 9-11 uh, we pulled into Hawaii you know Navy and uh, I think it was my third year in as well uh, had a good time right? you know but I was in a committed relationship at the time and I was not the best person um, right. I, I just you know I wasn't being honest with myself and the other person Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, that didn't come later until I really got a chance to spend time with myself and figure out who I was and what I was about. Because I didn't, I didn't want people to think back of me of like, man, this dude trash. Right. Like that. That. That's not. That's not me. And it. It may have been me at one period of time in my life, mm-hmm. but some people. Um live through those experiences to change. People don't always stay the same, you know, and I, and I remember seeing something on Facebook where it said, uh, uh, if the late, uh, Maya Angelou had passed away in her twenties, she would have died a, a penniless prostitute or something of that sort. Right. You know, and that woman became a great, a great poet, a great author. Um, you know, someone that's looked up to as a, a, a great success. You know, and I didn't want people to think of me as that individual from that time period, and that defined me for the rest of my life. Right. So, um, yeah, definitely 
learn who you are mm. and break and stand by for heavy roll. Man, we <laughs> dropping some jewels. And listen, y'all not gonna find no other podcasts like this. <laughs> we getting we vulnerable. We being vulnerable here tonight. Right, right. <laughs> well, I mean, it's being authentic, you being know, authentic, and that's the man. thing about it. Um, you know, I try to be a stand-up dude, and it's like you are. Right. And I really try to, you know, leave something for my lineage. You know, I don't have – I won't be an empty nester for a long while. Right. Yeah, um, for a long, long while. Long, long while. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it's, you know, I, we do the podcast, we do the, the cigars, and, um, you know, I have a young family. Right, right, right. And, uh, you know, and just try to raise them right and – and keep it moving, man. That's that's all we really can do. Keep it moving, you know. Man. Keep evolving. Exactly. Keep evolving. Don't you get know. stagnant. Um, yeah, don't get stuck, man. It's it's, it's easy to get stuck, uh, especially when things ain't going your way. Especially in times like this, man. When people were yeah. some probably got some people out there who were on the roll, man. They were working towards this, working towards that. Had mm-hmm. everything going for themselves. They might have lost their job. Their wife or their husband might have lost their job. Uh, you know, it could have been anything, man. And this whole thing, they could have lost a family member. And this mm-hmm. whole ordeal that's going on right now has has completely turned some people's lives upside down. That's why I say, man, this is bigger than politics. This is bigger than red or blue. This is about people's lives. It's only one. It's only one race. Exactly, human race, man. One race. The human race. That's it. You know, a lot of people still see color, and that's not a good thing. Um, But there's only one race, the human race, and that's who I care about. I don't care what color you are. um, But I know some people don't see it the same way as we do, and I I respect that. I just find it, I just find it really odd that in 2020, we're still Mm -hmm. trying to convince people that racism is wrong. That's, Bruh, that's weird hold, to me, man. I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand it. It makes absolutely no sense that I have to tell my kids before they walk out the door: be careful how you drive careful. your car. Yeah. Be careful when you when you walk into a place. Watch your surroundings. Be careful what right. you say. Um, you, you know, just it's it's, it's crazy. And at this day and age and time, I have to explain to my 17-year-old daughter, hey, somebody's not going to like you because you're black. It does. Yeah. It just makes no sense, man. And we, it, it just baffles my mind. It's mind-boggling that we as a human race have not learned how to see people for, uh, for them being what a human they are, being. Who they are. We yeah. all got the same blood pumping. We got the same eyes, the same nose albeit different shapes, colors, and sizes, but we all mm-hmm. function absolutely the same. And right. because you're trying to score an extra few points, you'll say something bad about a particular race. And that goes for both sides of the spectrum. I'm not putting mm-hmm. this all on white mm-hmm. people. It's black people, too. We all yeah. got bad habits of doing that, man. We all just need to stop and see people who they are. We all, we all come from the same place. If you think you come from a different place than I do, then you get you you are sadly mistaken. Right. So, we could do a we could do a whole series on just this topic alone, you know, and we, you we know just gonna have to do that, share, man. We're gonna have to do that. Yeah. Share the dialogue. Uh, I will tell you, you know, before we start doing our closing and everything, I listened to 
uh, Roland Martin's podcast today. I seen you post that on had, Facebook today, man. I meant to yep, click on that. I just didn't get a chance to. Listen to it. He had his guest at the time was uh, Jane Elliott. Um, and that lady has definitely um, uh, dropped some knowledge today, dropped some jewels. And she's been saying it. It's not new. She's She's been in a lot of speaking engagements all around the country, all around the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, just click on it and listen to it, brother. And I'm telling you, you're going to be like, okay, now it starts making sense. Right. You know, she she is an older white woman. She's been around, you know, and she is really calling it what it is. Right. You know, and um, it, it just I, – because I, I basically came to an uh, understanding – uh, last week on, you know, just looking at various things, doing some various research um, because we lost, uh, you know, the Honorable John Lewis. John Lewis. And, uh, you know, our respects go out to his family and, and everybody touched by his passing. But, you know, as a result of that, I started looking at some other things and, you know, it was like, wow, she, she is just like confirming everything that I felt about why race is a problem. Right. You know, so I implore if you're listening and if you haven't heard of Jane Elliott, please do. Um, uh, jump back on the politics real quick. I had an uh, opportunity to listen to a, a, a presidential candidate, lesser known. Her yeah. name is Jay Simmons. Uh, mm-hmm. I really think that some people should look into her, her, um, her policies or politics and it may be something worth getting behind. You know, I, uh, I, I had an opportunity to listen to her and it made sense, you know, and that's the thing. When you listen to people talk, it's not always want, 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 want. You can't always turn them off because they're not red or they're not blue. Right. You know, it, you know, there's some people that just don't fit into those two categories, but we shut them out because that's what the, that's what is uh, popular. Right. You know, you got to give other people opportunity. And the way our elections are set up, it's not, it's, it's called a pl- plurality. You know, all you got to do is get more votes than the next person. Exactly. And, you know, percentage wise. And, you know, like I said, we could do a whole series on on this topic and a few other topics alone. Yeah. Um, but those are just some nuggets I wanted to drop um, tonight. Yeah. And, uh, hey, before we go, but, man, of course, you want to plug. Uh... We want to plug the rap session, of course. Um, mm-hmm. Not only the podcast, please subscribe, share, tell everybody about us, man. They're going to get some good information out of this, man. It's entertaining. Um, get a lot of knowledge out of this, man. Um, like I said, our word is not golden, um, but you just get to hear uh, different points of views. Also, follow the rap session, social media, Instagram being our, our main platform. Y'all like, mm-hmm. share that, Facebook, TikTok, uh, Twitter, all that good stuff, man. And, of course, Hoya Special, the cigar line, Hoya Special Premium Cigars, uh, HoyaSpecial.com. Um, y'all go on Hoya Special. Uh, we just added some new stuff this week besides the two new sticks that we dropped, the Dolce and the Camden. Um, there are 13, 14, 15 other sticks up there. We got the Seven Cities Collection. <laughs> we got the Pyro. We got the Triple Seven. We got the Axum, the Camden, the Dolce. We got the Savoy. 
it's it's just a bunch of stuff up there. Yeah. Hey, also this week we added some cutters, some accessories. We're gonna put some more accessories up there. We got some dual cutters. We got the V cut and the straight cut all in one, or we had the straight cut by itself. I think the prices are four and five dollars respectively for each one. So if you're up there chopping for cigars, need a cutter, grab you one of those too. We're gonna add some more stuff up there. Um, coming shortly, coming soon. And we're also working on uh, another product line. Uh, we're going to be probably adding, and this is probably news to Slim, probably not. We talked about it. Uh, we're looking at adding some coffee to the line, uh, some Hoya Special Coffee. Yeah. So y'all stand by for that. Y'all going to hear, see more posts about that. Hoya Special, uh, a coffee blend dropping soon. What goes better than with a cigar at any time of the day? Then coffee. So, hey, Joe, y'all go up there, grab y'all some cigars, coffee, accessories, whatever y'all need, man. Uh, as usual, we appreciate the support from everybody. Um, yeah. I, I can't, I, I'm, I'm a, for me, listen, these last two weeks have been phenomenal. Uh, I don't know if people are getting their late stimulus checks and they're like, let me go to Hoya Special. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure what it is. But I don't ask any questions. All I'm saying, man, we are thankful. We are blessed that everybody yes, we are coming to our coming to our website. Um, they're hearing about us from other people. I can post all the stuff in the world on social media and pass out all the business cards, but nothing is better than word of mouth. So everybody yep. that's been sharing our page, telling people in post, hey, y'all need to check these guys out. I was at an establish- establishment this week. Uh, purchased my wife a new vehicle and the finance guy there was like hey I'm about to put you guys on blast so thank you guys for spreading the word sharing the page smoking our cigars and posting the picture and giving yes. us good reviews and just saying hey man these guys are the real deal um, everybody's happy satisfied with the shipping we getting product out in two three days tops uh, That's from the time exactly what order, I wanted to talk. We've gotten orders from here to California in two to three days. So, I mean, we the real deal, man. And every week I say I'm not going to blow to our own horn, but tonight, hey, man, we popping, man. Get yeah. And order y'all something, man. Experience the smoke. Experience the smoke, man. It's, it's, it's nothing like it, man. We appreciate yeah. all the love, man. And if yes. Slim, you don't got nothing else, man. Um, well, I just want to just um, say real quick that we really do um, get the orders out as fast as possible. Possible, we, yeah. We update the orders with the tracking numbers. Um, you know, we really want to get the, the the sticks out to you as fast as possible. Yeah. Now, I will say this: you know, with the winter, I mean, with the summer months, um, packages, you know, they don't always stay indoors; they're being transported in hot vehicles. We do put the humidifier packs in the shipment, yeah. Um, but it couldn't hurt to put it in the humidor for another uh, right. two to three days to, to soften it back up. Right. I I know um, that you know just it's just how it is with cigars. It is. Uh, we do the best we can to take care of the product exactly. even in, in shipment, but if, uh, sometimes if, if you got to put it back in the humidor exactly. for a couple of days. And let me say this: if you are not an avid cigar smoker if this is your first stint smoking cigars and whoever you order from not just from Hoya Special who, whoever you decide cigar, cigar whoever, did, whoever yeah. you decide to order from when we put those uh, um, those packs in there and you don't have a humidor and you get that 
that bag with the pack in there, keep the cigars in that bag with the pack and keep it sealed up. That's only going to yeah. help the aging process for your cigars until you get yourself um, uh, either a cedar box or electric humidor or whatever you decide to go with. So, I think they're doing acrylic too. Acrylic yeah, they're boxes. doing acrylic, acrylic boxes as well. They are starting yeah. to work as well. And if you don't have a, a humidor, I'm going to drop this on you real quick before we go. Go out, get you a good Tupperware container with a nice top with a nice seal on it. Put your cigars down in the bag and throw you some humidor packs in there. Whether you get some bovitas or some humidor pillows, whatever you want to use, they got the mm-hmm. new uh humidity. Uh, I've seen the new white ones out now with the, the H on it. I forget the name brand of those, but throw you a couple in there, put the seal on it, man, and you got a boom, you got a humidor right there. So, whatever yep. you got to use what you got until you get what you want. That sounds like an old right uh, uh song. <laughs> Can't watch you. Man. That was man. All right. Yeah. Y'all do that, man. Keep like I said, keep yeah. those keep those cigars in the bag if you don't have the humidor with the packs in it. Those bevitas, they will let with the, the and the humidor pillows that we put in there, they last a really are long reusable. time. They are reusable. They, just re-dip them in um just the re-dip them water. in that still water and you'll be good to go. And yep. keep them in that pack and you'll be straight, man. So again, thank everybody for supporting the rap session. Supporting Hoya Special. This has been season two, the final episode. 10, 20 episodes Ooh. in. Uh, we got to come back season three, episode one, with something big. So, y'all stand by for that. Uh, we're going to drop something yeah. heavy on y'all. Uh, but, hey, man, this is Burn Notice over here. Hey, Cigar Slim over here. Hey, this is the rap session, baby. We out. Peace. Peace. Salute.